0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thanks for remaining with us on Real Presence Live this morning. And once again, I want to remind all of our listeners to uh, be sure to check us out on our website, realpresenceradio.com. There you can find a schedule of what's coming up on the daily Real Presence live shows, or you can find the podcast to a past show that you uh, may have missed or may uh, have enjoyed and would want to hear again. Or share
2: Uh, with someone else. Or
1: share with someone else, that's for sure. And that's realpresenceradio.com. And you can go there for all sorts of other information about uh, Real Presence Radio throughout our entire listening area. And uh, we're happy to have you with us. And... uh, Uh, We're kind of continuing on our our gardening theme, and we're going to talk about gardening with children. And we were originally planning on uh, having just uh, Carrie Stromy with us, but uh, as a matter of providence, Tom, her husband, is also available, and we have him on the line. And uh, welcome, Tom. And uh, I think we have Carrie on the line. Yeah. (laughs) Good morning.
0: Good
2: morning. Is the sun shining in Bismarck? It is. It is gorgeous. Great. That's how it is in Fargo, too. So would you um, each begin by just briefly introducing yourselves?
3: Um, I'm Carrie Strami, and um, I'm a teacher at St. Mary's High School, and um, we have three grown children now, and Tom... I'm uh,
4: I'm a photographer at the Bismarck Tribune, and Terry uh, and I will soon be celebrating 30 years together.
2: Oh, congratulations.
4: Can, thank you. In like almost a month.
2: Wow. Oh, right. What's the date of your anniversary? July 6th. Oh, just after 4th of July. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Busy weekend that weekend. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for being with us. Um, Oh, you're welcome. So, if you would just begin by just sharing a little bit about how you each became interested in gardening, and you know, at what point in your life, and maybe talk about um, some of the benefits for you as you know um, that you've recognized from your experience of gardening. Sure.
3: So, I grew up in northern Minnesota on a farm, and we have a, a huge, huge garden. And you know, my my parents would spend majority of the of the summer planting and harvesting and canning and freezing and everything and and then I guess I kind of got out of that until quite a bit quite a bit later and when when our children were really little we had you know flower gardens but and some you know pots with flowers but um, that was about it and then we bought a house that came with a very 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 large garden and so, um, I guess that our, our our children were probably in upper elementary, junior high when when that happened, and so it's just kind of um, kind of evolved from from that.
2: How about you, Tom?
4: Well, I I grew up in uh, Fargo, and we had two gardens, and then and then it became one garden, and. And I, and I can't say I did a lot of it, but, I mean, I would help. and and uh, But the present garden we have is maybe 50 by either 60 or almost maybe 70 feet.
1: So that's a little so bit.
4: It's a, it's a sizable garden.
1: Yeah, it's a little larger and than your average uh, backyard garden. <laughs> <Yes>.
4: yeah, right. <laughs> it sure and, is. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, it's really surprising because it's kind of in central Bismarck. We live right by uh, St. Mary's High School, now called uh, St. Mary's Academy, and it's Carrie uh, had had gardened with our neighbor there, and you know, and he passed away at 99 and a half. And, uh, and so now we're now we're the gardeners, and primarily Carrie and then our neighbor kids.
3: So, <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so a delightful thing that happened was about four years ago we got new um new neighbors and they happened to have um a bunch of um young children <laughs>
1: and, and they're that, all um, yep. I
3: guess, <laughs> and they they um totally embraced um gardening where I think they were at the absolute perfect age um and they absolutely embraced it, and have been, and that's really been again, that's our connection to to you. And mm-hmm. um, they're very, very involved in every aspect of the of the gardening process. Just this past Saturday, we spent the afternoon um, planting our our garden, and and now now that they're all four years older, um, it really it really went extremely well i mean they were all um quite quite helpful and and it was it was lots of it was lots of fun to have the help out there
1: yeah and our under our our understanding and talking with you before you came on the air these children are just and they're Parents are just an absolute delight. Am I right on that? They, they absolutely are. Okay, should we should we go into the full disclosure here? Yes, yeah, time for the full disclosure. Okay, for our listeners out there, we are talking about my son and daughter-in-law and their their grand and their kids.
2: Yes, and what's very interesting is that um, their father had no experience with gardening. Their father had to mow the lawn and that was about the extent of his is his work with um anything in nature so we're delighted that <laughs> that the next generation is experiencing gardening mm-hmm. you. yes so thank you okay so um so that's the segue kind of into um what you have noticed or become aware of and the benefits of um Gardening, not. I think sometimes when we work with children, there's a benefit to the adult, and there's also a benefit to the child. But today we're going to talk about why. What do you see as good and important things for um, for life in in you know encouraging and inviting children into a garden? Um, Jack was going to ask uh, something. There too. are
3: so many life lessons that you can you can draw from this. Um, just. Um, Experience with you know responsibility. How you plant these these plants or these seeds, and if you don't nurture them, um, if you don't water them, um, if you don't you know pick, pull the weeds around them. I mean, they're not going to they're not going to re- to produce what you know they what they could. And so, taking care of them, um, the fact the the patience that it takes. You know, the fact that we planted these we planted the corn and. Maria was planting the corn on on um, Saturday. Well we're we're not gonna see any corn come up, you know, probably for at least another another week. Um, but it's just a lot of, of patience. You plant these little tiny pepper plants or tomato plants and over the course of the next, you know, six weeks or so they'll they'll take off and grow. But that all takes, you know, it's it's patience and that's just um, there's not a lot of things in life now that we that we need a lot of patience for. everything is so instant and and that's the case with you know children as much as it is for for adults who just get used to having everything instantly
2: right. Oh. Hey, can, can you say anything about have you noticed, Carrie, or been there when those plants you know kind of poke their I don't know heads out of the soil, the re, the reaction of the children? Oh,
3: they were. I mean, they were so um, so delighted. And um, I guess since our own our own children were old, much older when we introduced them to gardening, they didn't quite have that. They didn't quite have that wonder. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, pulling pulling weeds was not particularly fun for them. Mm-hmm. Not something that they that they really embraced going out to the garden and and pulling weeds. But when but um, just the wonder, I was. When Monsignor was talking about wonder this morning earlier, and I was thinking about the the wonder when um, when we dug our first um, potatoes, mm. and the, you know we the, the kids had planted them, but it, you know then we we dug the shovel down and and pulled it up, and how here be, there were potatoes, and they were just screaming like <laughs> there are potatoes, <laughs> 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 and then we found these potatoes in the dirt and. You know, you, um, that was, it was just really, really fun to, everyone, they'd pull their first carrot out and things that, you know, like our kids just knew that there'd be a carrot there, Mm -hmm. where, you know, they um, pull that first carrot out and they'd be like, it's a carrot, (laughs) And, and, and cleaning the dirt out and off it and eating it right out of the, Right out of the garden, I mean.
2: Yep, just like we used to do when we were kids. Right, exactly. Just rub the the carrot on the 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 wet grass.
3: If there's a little dirt on it, you know, who cares?
1: How did you get the kids into the garden in the first place?
3: Well, um, I don't think it even took any any mild encouragement. I mean, they were just right there, and that's the time. I believe Maria was about our the oldest one was about a kindergartner, and so you know they were so excited i mean they their backyard butts up against the garden, so it practically you know is in their backyard and so they were i don't exactly even remember do you do you remember Tom specifically anything about how they how <laughs> they were they, they had the to run around
4: the fence but but then uh but then Connor had uh, placed a gate there. Now, so so actually, the, the kids just go right through the gate, and and uh, but but one aspect of the garden is it's like look over here, there's strawberries. Look over here, there's uh, raspberries. Uh, over here is the corn, and you know the kids know where everything is, and they recognize the plants as they're growing, and. It's uh, really a good learning process for, well, just r- really any gardener. Okay? Right. And of any age, but, uh, you know, especially kids, you know, to recognize that. And, uh, well, you know, like you were saying, pulling out a carrot and running over here and eating a tomato and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and they see as things ripen.
1: Yes, and w- Tom, yeah. I'm gonna, Tom, I'm going to Tom. I'm going to have to interrupt you right now. We're we're okay. we're at a break right now, but hold that thought, and we will get back to it on the other side of the break. And you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're talking with Tom and Carrie Strummy.
0: Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.
5: As a sole provider, the needs of my growing family are something I pray for daily. I know continuing my education
0: will benefit my family in the end, but I worry about what I'll miss while doing so. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E.
5: which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503.
0: Let's get started. Hi. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome
2: back to Real Presence Live on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Um, I'm Doreen Canelli, and I'm here with my husband. And we're delighted to have as our guests from Bismarck, North Dakota, Carrie and Tom Stromy. Who happen to be um they have a our their their garden is our son and daughter in law's family's backyard neighbor <laughs> and and we're talking this morning about um the benefits of gardening with children and just before the break, Tom, you were talking about um you know just that witnessing the delight that a child has in 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 discovering a, you know that under those a green carrot. leaves. There's a carrot that comes out of the ground, and and how exciting it is to be able to to eat that. So um, anyway, we oh, were. Every,
5: mm-hmm. Go every, ahead, Tom.
4: Everything everything ripens in in its uh, own time, and whether it be beans or or uh, or carrots or peppers, you know the. The kids keep an eye on everything, and they know when it's ready. And and of course, they're ready too. You, know, what, they're, you know, e- e- they're more than happy to stand by the raspberry bushes and
2: pick them clean. And I have to confess, when when we're in town and we go for walks, mm-hmm. they'll drag me into your raspberry bushes and, and encourage me to eat from them. So thank you.
4: <laughs> well, there there's two kinds, and and yeah, the kids the kids really, really like them. Yes. And, and of course, there's rhubarb in there too. That is, that's really ready right now for, well, you know, the rhubarb pie or
2: right rhubarb Claire, desserts. Well, Carrie,
4: Carrie has a couple things she makes with rhubarb.
2: But, nice. Um,
4: yeah, it's uh, you know, the garden, the garden lets you know when things are ready, and and uh, you know, the kids, they're very observant, so.
2: And you, Isn't that a beautiful life lesson for us as adults, too, as you were saying that? I thought, you know, it helps me to learn to be patient with those people in my lives who we all right. kind of ripen at our, at our own pace, and God is so patient mm-hmm. with us. Um, all right, so we wanted you to share a little bit about, just for people that might be thinking about, gosh, I think I'd like to get my children involved in gardening. What do I need? And talk about the tools that you use with children in the garden.
3: Well, interestingly enough um, so that from the very first summer um, it was immediately evident that um, your grandchildren were were not interested in um, using like toddler um, garden tools <laughs> they wanted to use the they wanted to use the real things they wanted to use the shovels and the holes that that we were using because those were um, much more <laughs> they could tell right away that their like our, our hose works better than their um the the um, children's hose and so um so it was you know a matter of you know teaching them how to how to use them i mean there were um we have a big variety of different kinds of tools and from the hand claws to and they you know knowing when to use which one and then also how to use it, and, I, and to be honest, I mean the first the first summer. I guess my biggest prayer was that nobody would get a hole in the in the head <laughs> as they were as they were flying back there. But um, you know, the, you don't need um, all kinds of special equipment to to garden with children. They 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 do have their own small watering cans, but they quickly realize that our watering cans hold much more water than their watering cans. And so, you know, they you know, they'll they'll use theirs but they would prefer to use, you know, the big watering cans also. And um, I guess, you know, probably a, just a big thing is just a mindset that that it I mean our garden is not a, not a show place. Um we um we basically garden just kinda of, kind of for, for fun and and pretty much share Everything that grows in the garden with we don't do a lot of of um processing and of anything that we grow. we mostly give it all give it all away, which is which is what is i mean what' the biggest reason that I enjoy doing it and so and i don't if if a if a pepper gets stepped on <laughs> um i I don't care if the tomatoes get picked before they're before they're ready or I don't I don't, I don't particularly care about it, and so it's just all it's just all for fun.
2: So it's, it sounds like you've got a beautiful balance between letting the children be children in the garden and mm-hmm. but at the same time you're helping them to to learn um, by by allowing them to experience those things that just those life lessons that kind of come with that experience of gardening.
1: right, yeah. It's a great follow-up to our last guest, Nikki, talking about the catechesis of the Good Shepherd program. Right. Yeah. All hands on all stuff. hands
2: on and, and respecting the, the child mm-hmm. and their developmental um their developmental stage. So
1: mm-hmm. well, what what uh when these things are grown and they are picked, I mean uh, most kids don't necessarily uh show a lot of enthusiasm for things like peas beating beets. E- yeah, to- <laughs> beets.
3: well, I remember many times when jenna their their mother's telling us how she couldn't believe that they ate they ate the beets mm-hmm. and they ate the they ate the eggplant um things that she said, i didn't i didn't ever think they'd want to eat those zucchini or the eggplant or but they um just they they ate the beets. <laughs>
2: so that experience of gardening brought it went all the way the benefits went all the way to the table and and to, right. the, to help nu- me um, yes nourish them that's oh all. i
3: know i remember with you know the first day of school that first fall um that maria and Brandy telling about how they they picked cherry tomatoes and and brought them for their for their snack and so it's like wow that's really that's really cool
2: that is so cool. They yeah, right. What child they, does yeah,
3: that? They, <laughs> yeah, they essentially grew them. They picked them. They brought them to school. That was their choice mm-hmm. for their snack for school. And mm-hmm. like, wow, that's that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I remember that that fall and or the, the very first day of, of kindergarten for Maria, they drew a picture of their favorite thing from the summer, and and she drew a picture of gardening. It was her favorite thing for the. For the summer,
2: so... Oh, how beautiful. Now, um, in the off-season, I, I know, Tom, you continue to encourage them, particularly, I think it was last year, by providing the children with something that kept them kind of focused on gardening. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
4: Um, Do you remember? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, the
2: seed catalogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Oh,
4: yeah, the seed catalogs. I mean... Well, you know, gardeners love seed catalogs and, and, and of course the seed catalogs are really well illustrated and, you know, and rightly so to get you excited about the coming season. And, uh, you know, I forgot to mention that we also have grapes and oh. apples and, uh, you know, the children are very observant and they're, and they know when those, when those Items are ready, and also you know there's many are many places in the scriptures about uh, good soil and gardening and Mm -hmm. and uh, when to sow and when to reap, and it's all uh, um, it's all good for the kids.
2: Right, it's a lived experience of that. It kind of makes the scriptures come alive.
4: Well, yeah, well, you know, it really is, and and uh, the joy that well, just to see the joy in the kids' faces. And, and, you know, and the kids know they're welcome in the garden. And so they, you know, they feel very, well, they like it. It's a, it's a good playground for them, actually.
2: Right. <laughs> to know that they are welcome in the garden, that goes back to Monsignor Sleshaman's first comments about how life began in the garden. And, yes, right. and that's where we came from.
1: Yeah. Well, are there any other things that you can think of that uh, children might learn about God or faith through you know this kinds of hands-on experience.
3: You know, just having having faith that you, you know, just in in life you can't there's a lot of things that you can't see that you that you believe, and mm-hmm. so you know when you plant the the seeds you you know you can't see what's happening until it starts to to grow and.
2: Um, You'd have to trust that the, that growth and, is happening under yeah, there. and
3: there. Yeah, and the beauty of the beauty of creation. I mean, there's no. There fewer places where it's more evident than when you're out in, when you're out in your, in your garden.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, oh, back to the, the seed catalogs for just a second. I know, um, you know, it was when, when Tom came home with these seed catalogs, there were, you know, three, four of them and, um, it was right in the middle of, of distance learning and, you know, COVID and, um, we gave them to the, the kids and they came over, um, a few days later with, Big sheets, um, of, of, paper that they had, de- they'd each designed their own gardens and they had cut out pictures of everything from the seed catalogs and, um, made, you know, a, like a map of where the garden, you know, how everything was going to be organized in, in their garden. And, um, what, and know, Jenna said what was particularly fun about it was that they could each do it, you know, at their own level. I mean, the, the kids who could read could, um, could um, could read in the book about you know where things should be planted in the growing season or whatever, and the others could just cut out the picture and and so um, and that was we had, that was so much fun for us to see when it, they came with their with yeah. their maps
2: and then helps them uh, you know anticipate what will come in the spring.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, well with that, I'm sorry, uh, time is not our friend. Because we're coming up on a break here, but we certainly want to thank you, Carrie and Tom, for talking about gardening with kids. It's it's been a lot of fun. I guess the fact that it's our grandchildren, too, makes it fun for us. But I I think, you know, for all of our listeners, though, I think the main thing we would like them to take away is... Try this out with your kids and your grandchildren. It's not that hard, and it's uh, you know, if you got a garden, you got everything you need right there.
2: And it will it will That's help right. the scriptures come alive too right. when Jesus right. tells his parables. Yes.
1: And for our listeners, well, go ahead, Tom, quickly. Thank you, thank you very much for including us in the program. Oh, and You're, thanks for that, loving our and grandchildren.
2: And hello, everybody
1: <laughs> from Bismarck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. okay. Up next, up next, can we pray for a physical healing? How do we do that? Stay with us on Real Presence Live and we will be right back to talk about that. And again, Tom and Carrie, thank you once again.
0: Where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.